Hi, this is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Let's Train Your Brain podcast. This is officially the last episode from our ban. So I am so sorry if there's some background noises, but trust me with this, in a week, it will not be anything like this. This episode is called How to Sit With It. When a friend is experiencing grief, loss, or sickness. I've had a lot of loved loved ones that have gone through grief, loss, or sickness during this year of living in a van. From grandparents, parents, siblings, people that I've loved that would experience some kind of emotional drain of losing or having someone they love that are or has been sick. I've yet to figure out how to handle that as a friend in a perfect way. And honestly, that's beyond the point because we'll never find perfect anyway. This episode is fairly short, sweet and simple. And it honestly mostly is a reminder for myself and for all of us that have someone there to us that are either going through a loss or have someone they love that are struggling deeply, um, you know, physically, emotionally. It really doesn't matter what the struggle is. But when someone is struggling or losing someone, that's really, really tough. And I just wanted to share some thoughts on how it's been from my perspective of being a friend, at least trying to be a friend and just kind of what I've learned along the way. Loss and grief is inevitable. Sooner or later, it will happen. It will happen to every single one of us. And oh my goodness, that's a car there. I'm sorry. Um, some losses are expectant, but others are out of the blue. Even this morning, I was reading the Norwegian newspaper that a blogger that I used to read here and there, she drowned on her vacation in Turkey. It's so vile because you never really know when tragedies like this happens. Throughout my first year of coaching, I'm almost at least <laughs> plugging in one year, I learned to sit with my clients a lot. I'm not there to tell them what to do. I'm there to ask questions with them and honestly, very often just sit there and kind of feel into the emotions that are unfolding as we are talking about different things. To sit with someone, especially when they're experiencing loss or if they're grieving, it's uncomfortable. Let's just put that straight on the table. Not necessarily extremely uncomfortable, but there's a sense of kind of, shit, I really want to be there for them. And how can I be the best possible friend for them? What can I say to make them feel better? And like, what can I do? I can only share how I think. 
And that doesn't mean everyone can relate, but especially as a recovering people pleaser, which I've talked more about in a former episode, as someone that wants everything to be great and everyone to be happy, it certainly is uncomfortable to sit with it. The same way you can't rush a flower to grow, you can't rush grief or sadness. Even more importantly, for some reason, I felt that I had some sort of responsibility as a friend to make them feel better, to make them heal. To not to make them heal, but to, to help them heal. Which is so interesting, if you think about it. Because the definition of a friend is someone we had a mutual bond of affection with. The definition doesn't say anything about making them feel better, helping them heal, but someone you care for, someone you love. If that love can help your friend heal or help them feel better, then I'd say that's a win-win. But I think I need to remember, at least for me, that my only job as a friend is to still be, guess what, a friend. Sometimes with loss, I think it's uncomfortable because we don't know what to say and that for some reason we start actually to create distance in a time where that's the opposite of what our loved ones need. That we do it out of fear of saying something wrong or not knowing what to do. The thing I've truly come to understand, and I can only speak for myself here, is that before a friend goes through a loss, I am there as a friend. We do things as friends would do. Sometimes my friend is happy, sometimes annoyed, sad, or honestly, any other emotion. The same goes for grief, sickness, or loss. You continue to be a friend and you continue to do friend things. And let them have their experience. Let them experience whatever emotions they are experiencing. If you or I do not have the capacity to sit with their pain or their grief, then that's on, that's on you or, you know, that's, that's on me. We can cancel or we can go anyway because we love our friend. That doesn't mean if you cancel that you don't love your friend, but just kind of giving the, the options here, right? We can choose. Humans need humans, and that means that friends need friends. They don't need a therapist or a mom from either you or I. They need their friend to be a friend, and they need to mo their mom to be a mom, and their therapist to be a therapist. Our job as a friend is to love them deeply. And that's it. I'm not saying that it's easy, but it's something. I mean, you can send flowers all you want. That's very sweet. But what a friend need is a friend, a true friend. And I just want to emphasize that all the things I'm saying here, it really is a note to myself because this is something that I've seen that I really want to work on and I think it's really important, especially uh, when the people that I, that I love are in a time of hardship. I have a lot to learn here and I really believe that a lot of us do. 
So I really hope the takeout from this episode is that we can one, ask our friend what they need. And that we can ask them to hold space for them. Instead of giving advice or thinking we know what they need, ask them what they need. Because honestly, what you think they need might be what they really don't need. (laughs) Ask them. Number two, if your friend has sickness within the family, ask your friend how he or she is doing. Because very likely, a lot of the focus is on the person that's sick. And if the person that's sick is not your friend, then pay specifically attention to your friend. Of course, you can ask about the person that's sick, but don't forget that this person, or your friend rather, most likely lives in close proximity with a person that's sick. So really pay attention to your friend. Check in. Ask how they're doing. Number three, ask although you don't know if they want to talk about it. Because if they want, they'll let you know. But what it does is that it shows us, it shows them that we care. This is something I learned the hard way. And I really want to keep this advice at heart because it is interesting how fear or like we we don't want to, you know, say something we shouldn't say, but sometimes that means we say nothing. And is that really better? What I come to figure or more so realize is that ask, like I said, ask them. And if they don't want to talk about it, that's fine. You don't have to talk about it, but it shows that you care. Number four, tell them you love them often. Check in, call, send text, show them you're there. Of course, not in a crazy way, you know, every five minutes, but Show them that they're loved, especially in a hard time that is really important. Number five, and this is really, really important. Do not expect them to be at their best. It's kind of self-explanatory, but I think this is important. It's hard to go through shit. And when we try to be great friends, but get little response back, at least we know that we showed up. We loved us a friend. We were there. And that's all we all we can do, really. Let's never require people that are going through grief or sickness to be held to the same standard as the rest of the world that is not going through that kind of experience. Let's have a lot of grace and show kindness in the season that they're in. Lastly, did I say tell them that you love them? Yes, I did. <laughs> but really, do it. And show it. Words mean nothing if it doesn't align with action. And this is also another huge note to self and definitely something that I need to work on. And I'm not sharing this as standing from a pedestal, rather something that I've learned myself. Um, But maybe this is something you have, or rather you should work on too. Maybe this is something that kind of, you feel connected to what I'm saying today and you think, oh, actually... Maybe I should check in more with my friend. I really hope that this was a friendly reminder for all of us, especially 
for you know us that have people that we love that are going through a difficult season. We don't need to know what to say, but we can ask what they need. At least show them that we're there for them and that we love them. Grief and loss, as well as sickness, is never easy. But it's the same, but <laughs> it's in the hard times, especially, that it feels amazing to be loved and cared for by friends. I hope that this encouragement as well was of encouragement rather as well as a great reminder to take extra care of those you love that are going through a tough time i want to thank you so much for listening and i really hope this can be of encouragement feel free to share this episode with a friend and of course if you have any questions feel free to reach me at let's.train.your.brain on instagram and again thank you so much And I will see you next week.